Welcome to A Jolt of Joy. Now, in the process of becoming more like Jesus, you have to remember where you belong. You are a citizen of the kingdom of God. You belong to Jesus Christ and you're a member of this eternal family of God. Today, I want you to make sure that you're celebrating, that you're loving others, and that you're talking like you belong to Jesus. Those three things, celebration, loving others, and talking like you belong to Jesus marks you and lets others know that you're a part of this family that belongs to God. This is Carol McLeod, and I'm so glad that you're part of the family. Thank you for listening today on the Charisma Podcast Network. You know, one of the reasons why Jesus came from heaven to planet Earth was to bring us His peace. That's what we're studying in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 17. And Jesus came and preached peace to you who are far away and peace to those who are near. We've learned that the peace that Jesus gives passes understanding. It trumps understanding. We've learned that he'll keep us in perfect peace when our minds are stayed on him simply because we trust in him. And we learn from Hebrews 12, 14, that it's a command, a New Testament command to pursue peace with all men. Pursue peace in all of your relationships. You know, one of my heroines of the faith is a woman by the name of Susanna Wesley. She was the mother of John and Charles Wesley. She gave birth to 19 children, but only raised 10 of them to adulthood. She homeschooled all of her kids, and she actually pastored the church because her husband spent many years in debtor's prison. And do you know what Susanna Wesley did? Whenever she needed peace, she would throw her apron over her head because she just needed a moment with Jesus. Her children knew not to disturb her when she had that apron over her head. Susanna Wesley pursued Jesus when she needed peace. So for all of you moms out there, when you know you need peace, throw your apron, a dish towel, or a blanket over your head and find a place of peace. Widows, widowers, single women, bachelors, career women, bake presidents, doctors, whatever you do, throw something over your head and pursue Jesus. Find a place of peace. Ephesians 2, 18. For through Jesus, we have both our access in one spirit, to the Father. Now, this is one of the verses in the New Testament that talks about the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus made the way to the Father, and the Holy Spirit ushers the way in. It's only through Jesus that we get to God. Did you know that? We don't get to God through finances, through works, through horoscopes, through eating, or through spending. The only way we get to God the Father is through Jesus the Son. Now, because we're in the process of becoming like Jesus, we want to be like Him. We are here to bring peace to human relationships. We are not here to stir up trouble 
or human strife. We are not here to gossip or to be negative. We are here to usher in the peace that only righteousness brings in. Ephesians 2, 19. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and you are of God's household. So Ephesians 2.19 tells us exactly who you are in Christ and exactly where you live. You are not rejected. You are not alone. Don't go looking for identity in the things of the world. Don't think that your weight or your prestige or your circumstances or your age or your education is what defines you. You are no longer strangers or aliens, but you belong to Christ. You have become a member of the family of God. You're not alone. So do not listen to the lies of the enemies. You are a citizen of the kingdom of God. So act like it, talk like it, love like it, celebrate like it. Your chief citizenship is in the kingdom of God. You know, I love America and I love being American, but it is not being an American that defines me or that brings me peace. What defines me, what brings me peace is knowing that I belong to the household of God. My chief citizenship is in the kingdom of God. Now, this is what I know. No matter who is living at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Jesus will still be Lord. Jesus will not surrender his authority to anyone who's living in the White House or who serves at the United Nations. We are safe in Christ. Aren't you glad to know that? I am accepted in Christ. I have peace because of Jesus Christ. He is Lord and Lord alone. Ephesians 2, verses 20 through 22. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord. You are not in this alone. Millions of men and women have gone before you in this glorious journey called life. And Jesus himself is the cornerstone. Jesus himself is the founding father. And then came others behind him, starting with the apostles and the prophets of the New Testament. All of history has led up to our moment in time. And we have a job to do. We have a responsibility to fulfill. It's our moment in history to become who Christ wants us to become. You might not feel like an apostle or like a prophet, but sister, brother, you have a job to do. You are here to bring the peace of Jesus to every situation that you come in contact with. You are here to do the good works that are on your chore list. You are here to be the representation of Christ at your moment in history. You are God's show and tell. You are the demonstration of what grace and kindness look like in a human vessel. And so it is in him that we all fit together. It's not in politics that we fit together. It's not in looking alike or in having the same skin color, or in dressing alike, or even in thinking alike. 
but it's in Jesus Christ that we all fit together in him. Now, let's begin Ephesians chapter 3, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 5 to you today. For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me for you, that by revelation there was made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in brief, by referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the Spirit. So Paul begins this new thought by saying that he is a prisoner of Jesus Christ. What? A prisoner of Jesus Christ? I thought he was a prisoner of the Roman government. You know, Paul, of all men, is the champion of walking by faith and not by sight. The chains of the Roman prisoner had no power over this man by the name of Paul. He knew that the greatest calling and connection that he had was to the kingdom of God. Paul was literally chained to his calling and to his commitment to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. You want to know something? I know that same prison. I know those same chains. I can't escape the calling of Jesus Christ. And the Gentiles to whom I am called are the men and the women alive at this moment in history. Let me ask you a question. What are you a prisoner of? Because we're all a prisoner of something. Are you a prisoner of eating or of spending? Maybe it's parenting that has you in chains or success or job or education or exercise. Listen, my friend. Make sure that the chains that bind you are the glorious and the freeing chains of being bound to Jesus Christ. Paul begins this new thought by talking about a mystery. You know, Paul has touched on so many topics so far in the first two chapters of Ephesians. Some of the things that he's talked about is that when you know Christ, you belong, you have peace. You are the show and tell of God's grace and of God's kindness. You have power when you know Jesus Christ. You have hope. You've been redeemed. You have every spiritual blessing that there is in heavenly places. Paul has reminded us in the first two chapters that you've been chosen. You're adopted. You're holy and you're blameless. Paul has said without apology, you're alive You've been raised up. You are seated with Christ, and it's a seat of revelation. You have the best seat in the house as you go through life. Paul has told us that you are God's masterpiece. You're his workmanship, and you have a chore list. There are things that you have been assigned to do. Paul has said that you are vital to the plan of God in your generation. And now he says, you know the mystery. It's no longer a secret. God has whispered in your ear the answer to the mystery. Ephesians 3, 6, to be specific, this is the mystery, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers 
of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Now, most of you who are listening today are Gentiles. The Jews had been God's chosen people since the beginning of time. The Jews were the people that before Christ, God had worked through and spoken to and led. And now because of Christ, the Gentiles are part of God's chosen people. You're a fellow heir. You belong. You are chosen. You are not left out, avoided, ignored, or rejected. Jesus came to get you. He chose you to be on his team. He adopted you. He embraced you, and Jesus enjoys you. The mystery has been solved. Jesus in you is the solution to the greatest mystery in all of eternity. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.